Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the Nerd Herd Comic Book Club. Your number one stop for stellar reviews of volumes, arcs or stories that us or yourselves choose. You can find us live every Wednesday on YouTube, Facebook and Twitch and the replay on all podcast networks. Take a seat, get yourselves and your opinions ready as it's time to join the herd. But first, please put your hands together for your hosts, Shane, Phil and Scott as they kick off this week's discussion. Good evening all. Welcome. Thanks for us on this lovely, warm, calm Wednesday evening. That's why it's Baltic. Um, I'm joined, as usual, by Scott. Shamai, everyone. How you doing? Thanks for joining. And Shane. Ahoy, hoy. And I'll be your host this evening. My name is Phil. Uh, let me start by saying this. It will be the safest one hour on the internet. There will be no Spider-Man speculation here. This <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Um, tonight, we're going to be discussing the book we've read recently, which is Old Man Logan. Um, this is written by Mark Miller, penciler Steve McNiven, inker Dexter Vines, colorist Maury, Maury Hollowell, and letterer VCs Corey Petit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thanks for joining us. Uh, just remind folks on the chat as well that tonight, at the end of the show, once we give our scores, we will be inviting you guys to to pick what we're going to read for next week and of course we're going to spin a little wheel the wheel of hell uh or the wheel of, of fun we'll call it that wheel of hell. What? yeah i can't call it wheel of hell wheel, wheel of fun and if you're choice if, wheel, man. you heard choice that's right apologies <laughs> um and if your book is successful and it is picked we will read it for next week and of course you will be invited on the show to join us to to tell us your thoughts and you will receive some nerd herd comic book club swag as the boys are glamorously uh showing off above me so if you are watching us live on youtube i think we're on twitch as well you get to look at our ugly mugs for the next hour and if you just listen to us on the podcast network you'll get to listen to our dulcet tones discuss this marvelous book you make us sound so engaging yeah absolutely <laughs> i'm just promoting that uh, that podcast network you know so let's just see who is in the chat tonight so what am I seeing here? My eyes. Is this right? Dominic from the Comic Book Report. What? On time. No. No on way. On <laughs> Were we late? <laughs> we must have been late. Yeah, that must have been. And we have Tyler. Uh, he is from TB Collects. He's in What Up Nerds. And oh, it's jumping. There's a lot here tonight. Well, that's that's, that's my it's me. I suppose they knew I was hosting, so they've come to see me. That's what mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. So Connie said, "You, what's up?" That's Connie. Uh, Blue Sonic is here. Hey, everyone. And we have somebody new I've never seen before. Ooh. Cooks24, FBT. What's up, cool dudes? Hey. And we have Louis from Joblot Comics. Hello, lads. Just send hello. Have a good one. And and somebody, a blast from the past. Haven't seen Echidna in a good while. It's the first time I've actually seen Echidna. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Tottenham Gaiman is disappointed. Phil's name isn't Phil Vereen. Um, <laughs> we had many names to try, but I was forced to put this one because I am the middle. Uh, and Captain Comics, Ahoy, Mates and Mermaids. He's here. And uh, T. 
TB he just realised and he didn't mean to give his full name away. <laughs> but he is TB Collect. TB Collect. And that's all so far in the chat. Absolutely. Okay, so we're reading Old Man Logan, uh, which is my pick, and I guess we're going to a synopsis. So <clears throat> this follows Logan, Wolverine, um, 50 years down the line, and he hasn't popped his claws once because the villains all got themselves together and they realized, hey, we could take over the world by just, you know, coming together and destroying the heroes. And that's what happened. So kicks it kicks on 50 years later on, and Wolverine or Logan um is a wee modest farmer trying to make ends meet, trying to pay for his rent and provide for his family. Um has no money to pay rent, so he gets an absolute hiding from um Hulk's great great grandchildren or cousins or some sort of weird yeah hillbilly hooks probably anyway. both <laughs> yeah 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 they're all they're all related unfortunately so he uh gets a visit from his old friend hawkeye who is blind just if we need a nor dynamic in this he oh, is yeah. blind, and uh offers him a job deliver this package to the other side of the country um, i'll pay you 500 dollars. that'll pay for all your rent and uh we see a bit of drama here or there in between and then of course the ending which is a bit brutal, but I don't want to get too much away. We'll talk about that, but we'll find out does Wolverine pop his claws once again? So that's the synopsis. Well done. Will I start yep. with uh, Scott. Why picking you to kick us off for tonight? Okay, cool. Uh, this was actually my first ever Wolverine story to read. Um, obviously, like you know, I've seen him in all the movies uh, and stuff like that, so I know who he is as a character. So it, it, I wasn't, uh, you know, I wasn't brand new to the character, but it was just cool to be able to, to read him, you know, and for this to be, uh, so far in the future and to, to, you know, to kind of see that he was this pacifist and you, you don't know why for like half the story, you know, you get little, little niggles here and there, little hints, little breadcrumbs. Um, but, that was something I was really uh, enjoying, kind of like the mystery behind why he became a pacifist and things. And the whole story from start to finish was just great. Um, you know, for for the twist of Hawkeye with him being blind but still being awesome at killing people just because... Uh, He's still just driving because, a car. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know, he was killing all these people just by hearing them, basically became an old man daredevil. Um, which was, you know, which was very cool. And I just loved how everything had aged, you know, certain characters that were still alive, how they had like aged or, you know, you know, you see some corpses here and there, don't you? And it's mm -hmm. just, everything was just great. I loved it. Um, it was definitely a fantastic start for my uh, Wolverine reading. I think it's fair to say as well, for anyone uh, who may not know, I don't think this is continuity in any way, shape, or form. This is obviously like an Elseworld style story. That ah, so I wanted to really... ask about that. Well, uh, there's, there's your answer. I don't think it's... Well, it could be completely wrong, but there's that many different universes with Marvel. I don't know what, what number this one has. You know, you've got the 616, yeah. you've got 123, whatever it may be, or that many. I don't know. Um, just a few fellas have jumped in the chat um, before I miss them. We've got uh, Liam, the Funky Gibbons, and Heidi Ho. And someone else jumped in. Uh, comics versus the world, Aiden and Jens. I would stay, but I've got the finished volume three. Something <laughs> is killing the children before Scott does. We were talking about it, it Yeah. And uh, 
Trek Talks hey, Comics. Jay. It's in height. How's everyone going? Welcome, Jack. And we've got Glenn, the main man. Hey, Shane, Scott, Phil. Sorry I'm late. Don't worry. Don't do just swap don't... places with Dominic tonight, so it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Liam's also saying there, just it's also his first Wolverine book, and I yeah. think Blue Sonic said the same thing. Yeah, he did. And Dominic was in uh, disbelief because, wow, he's are diving into the deep end. I think it's great that this is your first Wolverine book, but I also think it's quite sad that this is your first Wolverine book because this is so good and like you, there is no up from here with Wolverine. That's why I picked, I picked the bar. That's it. <laughs> you, All right, peaked. I'll just not read any more ever again. That's fine. <laughs> I think this is fantastic. I do. I mean, Wolverine's one of those characters. I mean, in terms of the Marvel Universe, you're going to have Spider Man as the big main one, I suppose. I do think Wolverine is like. Like second, just maybe above, like of Hulk and Captain America, and you know, in terms of popularity and like the love they have. So, to get this kind of wacky Elseworld story, it's hugely popular. But I don't know, I wasn't around at the time or I wasn't reading comics. I don't know, were people annoyed at this when it came out? Shane, was this one of those ones where no, really I, this was one of those things where you rush to get it each month because it was so good, you know, because it was a break from the norm. Because this is because if you check, it's like issues 58, I think, to 61. Mm -hmm. So the issue before was a regular Wolverine story, uh, and then it was um, sixty-six to seventy-two. Six... Okay, my bad. That's okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> but yeah, so but the issue before was a regular Wolverine comic, and then you pick this up, and you're like, "Oh, what?" But it just you just had to go and get the next one. We didn't have like all the digital spoils back then. You yeah. know, we didn't go on Instagram and get the next four issues spoiled for us. We just had to wait a month. And we just got excited because it was that, so good. That that time just sounds so like blissful, like not getting things spoiled for you. Like a Spider Man, the way absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, it was wonderful. Um, Connie is hitting us with some knowledge. This is set in Earth, um, eight zero seven one two. I was trying to think of the number. I don't know what I was doing. Whatever that means, but it's not the main continuity. It's a six one six, and I think Jack was saying. As I believe, it wasn't originally canon, but was later included after Secret Wars. Possibly. <laughs> Secret Wars. Well, Sorry, I'm trying to put that in there after yeah, the yeah. Secret Wars. And Beth is here. Saying hey. Hi, Beth. And yeah, that's just that's just up to date. Um, yeah, I mean this. I mean, I think we haven't uh, in the whole time we have been doing the, the Nerd Herd. I don't think we have successfully picked a top Marvel book in terms of like. You know, Secret Wars obviously split opinions a wee bit. This, split? Well, some Sorry. people love Secret Sorry. Wars, of course, you know. Yeah. Whereas this is maybe something that a lot of people can agree that it is pretty, pretty good. Pretty oh, good, yeah. Pretty good. I mean, this is this is the pinnacle Wolverine book, like World War Hulk is the pinnacle Hulk book, isn't it? It's like, if you tell someone to read a Hulk book, that's the one you're going to suggest. If someone wants to read a Wolverine book, this is what you'll suggest. You know, I think every character has that one book that you are going to suggest to people when they say, oh, what's a good XYZ book? And this is the Wolverine book that you tell people to read. Yeah. The thing is, well, does Mark Miller gets a bit of hate as well, doesn't he, within the, the comic book world? Like, people love Mark Miller, but he no longer will do Marvel books, for example, because I think with this and with, uh, oh, what was that event? They made a movie about it. Civil War, for example, and I think there was an aware story he read that I written had written that uh, basically 
he won't do Marvel again because he's had so much negative stuff said about it. Uh, so Mark Miller is one of those like kind of Marmite writers. You either love him or you hate him. Oh. I think for me, it's whatever it's if he's doing a character I like. I don't because I'm I'm the same with most writers though. I don't go on and off writer. I don't follow writers, so I follow characters. So I try not I try not to judge people because I don't like a character. So if they write a book for that character and I don't like it, I don't know if it's because the writing isn't great or is it because I don't like the character. So I don't judge a writer on their whole body of work. I judge them on the characters that I like. And that way I know if they're a good writer or not. So since I liked Wolverine at the time and I read this, he's a really good writer. But he, if he wrote a Wonder Woman book that was terrible, tomorrow i might say he's a terrible writer you know so i i don't judge them on their whole body of work it's not fair yeah because of my likes and dislikes just catch on some chat glenn has said he's really sorry he hasn't uh read this um so he said sorry but he made up for it because he reminded me of maximum carnage which of course was a top 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 marvel book and tottenham gaming is absolutely backing that up and they have like 7.1 or something it's, it's a top Marvel book last game. season's leaderboard. Just, just uh, saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was in the top half. I'll say that. Wasn't it? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, and Louis is saying who Mark Miller is Scottish. That's Mark Miller, not Mark Millar, by the way. People, people pronounce his name quite wrong all the time. It's Mark Miller. Uh, it's not French. It was Mark Miller. He had lunch with Mark Miller one afternoon. Remind me to tell you the story one night. Absolutely. Do you want to come on live and tell yeah. us all? Yeah. <laughs> I'll send you the link. Come on. <laughs> so I really enjoyed the character designs in this, um, especially like, you know, everything that, every, everything with a time jump is always interesting to see. Like, how have they aged characters? How have they aged places? Uh, you know, an environment and the world as a whole. And I, I really... I can't complain about how anyone looked apart from the Hulk family, um, the very hillbilly type Hulk family. It was just all a bit just gross, oh, wasn't it? You know, like Uncle Daddy's. Oh. You know, I, I, they reminded I, me of the giants from BFG, like you know, like kind of like all kind of like I don't know how to say like rotten teeth and yeah, and gangly, like, like their limbs yeah, yeah. were too long and thin and. Like, and, yeah. and the girl had hurry armpits and stuff. Not that's okay to have hurry armpits. I'm just saying, <laughs> you don't often see it in comic books, you know. And uh, yeah. yeah, the fact that, she, that the first time you've seen them cruising down in Fantastic Fours, uh, whatever it's called, the vehicle, and yeah. she's just breastfeeding Baby Hulk and stuff as well. It's just like this is just a real odd uh, collection of Hulk grandchildren. But when you get the explanation, when Bruce is telling Logan. You know, like who else was I meant to have children with? But my cousin is like, what? He's like, yeah. Hulk and She-Hulk having babies. What is wrong with you? Why would you put that in there? It, they could have been like that because he was having babies with humans. You didn't have to add the cousin part in. You know, it could have been like this weird thing because he's got the um, gamma rays in him. It causes the birth of the children to look like that they didn't have to say that that was yeah. so gross well, i like cringed it did, 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 did it say something about like uh it was her because she was the only one that could kind of like take it <laughs> you know? that, that, that's what i didn't understand like, i don't want to be too crude when talking about this but yeah like she was the only one who could take it so i don't know if he meant like the physical <laughs> act of 
you know, well, yeah, Miss pregnant Popper or like, given birth, or what, you know. Oh, yeah, but, hopefully it's the giving birth part. <laughs> yeah, and this, and this is the thing, that this kind of book wouldn't really fly today because the incest and stuff as well, and, and talking about She-Hulk taking anything, it's just that wouldn't wouldn't be written in today's age, I think it's fair to say. And this was not even that long ago. 2008, yeah. It did come out of like left field, I have to admit, even rereading it, because this is the second time I read it and I had yeah. completely forgotten about it, like I was saying to you a lot before. Um, so it was like reading it again, fresh. I remembered some things, like not the massive twist. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, Tottenham Cayman, <laughs> but he said it nice, it's all on him. So he has rude. a new meaning to the term Hulk smash. So rude. Oh, yeah. Me. Moving yeah. on. It, what about the art? Yeah, let's move on to the art. We've got the character designs, so let's move on to the overall art, I suppose. What what were your thoughts on that, Shane? I thought it was great. Um, you know me with faces, that's the first thing I look for. And I think the characters were done really, really well. Some of the backgrounds now and then, like a little less detail than I normally like, but when you're enjoying a story this much, I can overlook that. How, and... you know, how, how detailed can you make a, a barren wasteland, <laughs> oh really? God. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, even when they were in the city and stuff, it was just very yeah. boring yeah, yeah. cityscape. There was nothing special, considering it's 50 years in the future. They could have done a little something. Like, they did, when they went to the smaller city, like, they had these posters on the wall, like, mm. this propaganda stuff in the background, so there was stuff to look at. But when he first goes to save Hawkeye's daughter... It's just a yeah. boring cityscape. There's nothing really to keep you on the page. No, yeah. But I did love the design for Hawkeye's daughter in that Spider Woman oh, yeah. outfit. That's yeah, Spider Woman. Great, isn't it? Fantastic. Mm. It was so I, close to being my page pick. I, I thought it would be, if I'm being honest, because I know you like your ladies and um she did look really cool. My kind of you didn't get enough of her. You know, she, right. obviously she kills a kingpin or whoever the kingpin, this king version of the yeah. kingpin is. Beheads him. Take Luke Cage, but then it it wasn't, was it? I was like, oh, it's Luke Cage, and then they just kill him too easily. I was like, no, Luke Cage has got like impenetrable skin, so I had yeah. no idea who that kingpin was. I was initially thinking Blade, but I don't know if Ooh. that's because I like to think he would have put up a better fight than that, you know. Mm. Um, but he did mm. have a sword. He did have a sword, didn't she? Killed him with a sword, so maybe it was his. It wasn't I don't know. Oh, didn't so just, she kill him with it with a gun? She she hit she uh, kind of swung his head off with a shotgun. Yeah, or was it? And then she hit her dad with it. Mm. Who yeah, was her right. mother, by the way? Spider, Peter Parker's great granddaughter. No, she, no, she's Peter Parker's granddaughter. Yeah, Peter Parker's her? daughter. Yeah, so Hawkeye was married to Peter Parker's daughter, who was yes. Tonya. So who yes. was Tonya's mum? I, I got a little bit confused there. Yeah, it's I another universe, mate. I don't think we should think about it. I was going to say, Mark Miller's probably used a bit of creative freedom there to just kind of, that's Peter Parker's granddaughter. Doesn't, you know, yeah. doesn't really have to make sense. You know, He just had a great Peter... character design in mind, and yeah. that was it. Yeah. 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 Um, so TB Clash is saying he um, really enjoyed the story, but he didn't love the art. I felt the way it was coloured was weird, like inconsistent or something, and some characters were very detailed and others not so much. And I tend to agree because there were some characters were more detailed, but I think when they had to be, particularly whenever you know Wolverine loses his shit at the end and you see the like the blood and the the everything, body parts flying, like they are gonna be very detailed. Even with the hairs on his chest, it rings quite detailed. Um yeah. 
but yeah, there were some characters, I suppose, that weren't overly like even um, Emma Frost. I don't, I don't think that she was particularly drawn yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was rather plain looking. Um, I know she was like doing a glamour on herself to make herself yeah. look younger, or like she was controlling their minds. But yeah, she was very plain because Emma Frost is usually a lot more, a little bit more beautiful. Like she's a little bit more pronounced in her features and her beauty, isn't she? Because she's like overly beautiful and sexualized. I know that. But this one was very. I know she's fifty years older, so she probably, you know, eased back a bit, but. But even something like that, I was half expecting to see her kind of facade, like, feel, and you see her as the old baby. But yeah, I, wa- I wanted that. I wanted that. Yeah. But obviously we didn't get it, and it's just, I feel like things like that, they kind of missed the beat, just to add a little bit more detail. Uh, the or story. even if we see them walking and they walk past the mirror and we see her reflection yeah. that no one else does. Ooh. Just something like that. That'd be cool. That's three things like that I like, but this book didn't have that. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, shall we move on to some of our pages? Shall yes, we? Um, okay, I'll start with I'll start with Shane's, shall I? Shane, tell us a bit. I struggled. I had nine pages that I wanted to show, and I had to, I had like four days to work out which page I wanted. And I was like taking them away one by one. And I think I chose this one not only because of how beautiful it's actually drawn i know it's a horrific image it's wolverine being um or almost being decapitated by a train as he lays down on the track but the fire the flames the sparks wolverine's body the muscles the tearing the blood it's done so well yeah but it's also so meaningful when he does it and why he's doing it yeah because he had just you know killed the x-men and he's sort of giving up. And even though he knows it's not going to kill him, he wants to cause himself pain. And I just thought, my gosh, what an amazing splash page. Like there's no text. There's no thought bubble. It's just a single, single panel. And it's fantastic. The detail with the sparks and stuff. Um, and even the dirt in the ground is all pretty cool. The, 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 the wooden boards are a wee bit rickety as well, I suppose. You kind of get to see that too. Yeah. Um, I was confused by this page, though, because I know Wolverine can he- can heal himself. But yeah. Surely they could still be hurt. So, like, why would it not take his head off and then grow like his another head? Adamantium. His adamantium. His bones are adamantium. Right. The, the most likely outcome would be he'd derail the train. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. It's it's worth noting at this point. This you know, it's obviously a major spoiler in this book. But the reason we got to this page in the book was the fact that Wolverine is the one responsible for killing the X Men. He thought he was fighting all the villains, um, oh, but it was actually Mysterio who actually made them think that. But he was in fact killing all of that, all of his X Men buddies, and uh, to the point where they were, we were when they were friends. dying. Yeah, I thought we were. <laughs> I thought we were friends. That's the one. So it was quite heartbreaking, and that is the reason why he doesn't want to pop his claws and you'll know, be violent uh, towards anybody or hurt anybody and that is the reason for it and yeah it's quite a sad sad moment the fact that he wants to hurt himself he knows he can't kill himself but he wants to hurt himself um to feel the pain yeah it's sad it was good and it was probably the most emotional uh issue of the whole series there yeah um yeah it was yeah i definitely felt something <laughs> like seeing that bit you know especially when he's like i just needed to feel the pain you know like i know it wouldn't kill me i just needed to hurt you know yeah. That was, yeah, it was tough. Uh, we'll move on to my page because Scott follows mine. And if anyone knows me, um, you know when it comes to Marvel, I am a big Venom head. So when you have the Venom symbiote, 
that uh, um, you know bonds with a T Rex from the Venomosaurus this... Rex. Yeah, is it uh, Savage Savage Land? That was yeah, Savage? yeah, yeah, Savage Land. Of course, I'm going to pick this because look at that. That just looks so cool. And it's the amazing. fact that they actually have that in a book, like what can we think of? It's just a bit mad and wacky. It's, oh, yeah, we'll just the Venom symbiote. We'll just put him on a T Rex and see what happens. I just was a bit of a shame that he didn't play that much of a major role, to be fair. Yeah. You know, but this was still looked really cool. And, you know, it's bad enough having a T Rex chasing you, but imagine him with a Venom symbiote. Yeah. That's cool. So it was cool. awesome. Yeah. And to have that, because that page was the last issue of. Yeah. Uh, last page of one of the issues. And, uh, it, you know, I, I'm just trying to think of like how people reading this monthly would think and be like, oh my God, like this is Venom as a T Rex. This is amazing. <laughs> I need to go and get the next issue. And yeah, it's just it's a fantastic way to end a story with T Rex chasing Logan and Hawkeye in the Spider Mobile. That's the uh, thing. There's yeah. there, there's comics. You know, you read a comic and you get something a bit crazy, and it really explains a lot. Mm. You know, this is what comics really is all about. It's all about fun and wackiness. Like yeah. I said before, one of you guys before, like the uh, the original Ghost Rider from the you know you know medieval medieval, medieval times. You know. On, on board a, a flaming mammoth. It's things yeah. like that and things like this are just are just madness. But moving on from that page um, into Scott's. So this is in the next issue then. Uh, and it's, you know, the T-Rex is still chasing Logan and, and Hawkeye. And then all of a sudden you just see Black Bolt uh, standing there and he says the word stop. And then it kind of blows all of the, the symbiote off the... Uh, t-rex and i just absolutely love the detail again similar to the sparks in shane's picture how you know there's so many like minute little blobs being blown away here and it's just brilliant just watching it being ripped off this t-rex and yeah it's just stunning it's just really cool such a cool page the like the radar do you want to call it like the kind of in the circles from from black bolt that kind of effect as well it's really cool yeah it's awesome yeah, just to be able to whispering. I know it's just I like want... the most quiet whisper. Just stop. Yeah, like I like I have no idea like on how powerful Black Bolt can be, but I'm just thinking, you know, whilst reading this, like if he's that powerful, just whispering one word, what would happen if he shouted a sentence? You know? Oh mm-hmm. god, yeah. And it's just it's just amazing, and yeah, I just absolutely love that kind of combination, like Black Bolt stopping this uh, Venom, the T Rex. It's just amazing. Yeah. I just hope the T Rex didn't die because he, he no, he looks like he's it. sleeping. It's fine. Yeah. He's sleeping. <laughs> he's sleeping. But that's what that, that's what it is. Um, just realized the comments have run away from me. So, uh, Tottenham Gamers asking a serious question: Why didn't Jean Grey or Professor X make his brain come out of his nose? Um, Professor X wasn't there, was he? And was I don't know if Jean Grey was in the bod- in the pile of bodies. Was she? I in don't recall. Cyclops and Beast and. Yeah, because I think if I think Mysterio, I don't think Mysterio is as powerful as Jean Grey or Professor X. So if they were messing with Wolverine's mind, they would have snapped him out of it like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Liam is referring to uh, the source of the plot of the story where Wolverine kills a lot of people. This is heartbreaking, especially when you go back through him killing the villains. And he's calling out for Cyclops in order to help him. That's right. That's a bit worse. He's calling oh, for his yeah. friends to help him. Like, where is everybody? Like, you're kind of... Hello! <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. 
and Phantom T-Rex, what we all didn't even realize we needed in our lives. Absolutely. I'm really surprised there's not like a 10-inch pop of that. Yeah, yeah. How, how is there yeah. not a pop? Yeah, what the hell? There's bound to be. Well, if this story came out now, there would be, I suppose. Maybe back yeah. in the day, the Funko Pop wasn't as huge as they are now. Yeah. Um, And Liam's obviously. <laughs> how did I know Phil would pick the Phenomsaurus Rex? Absolutely. Mm. Um, And says, don't worry, Phil, the T-Rex will live to eat people again. That's what I want to hear, because I'm a huge <laughs> dinosaur fan um i did pick another page it's not so much about the art but it's just thought this is quite clever to include like so with the story he's obviously building his own little world here and like the villains have taken over and so on and um you find out obviously the president is actually red skull he's the new president of, of the country or the world i'm not sure what because they, they they did refer to the world but then brought it back to this the us of a yeah um, I think said so that the rest of the world doesn't matter or something like that. So, but then they have their own little kind of uh, what do you call them uh, territories, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. And I love the fact that this has obviously Hulkland, and that's where they start in Sacramento, and they have to make their way through to New Babylon um, in the President's Quarter. Um, interesting enough as well, and I don't know if you guys read this in your in your reading, but for the trade paperback it didn't have this but for the start of every issue it would show his progress yeah. on that on that kind of track there um of where uh, he was or where he's just been or where he's about to go yeah it was so really on. cool yeah, yeah the start of each, each issue wasn't it but something annoying about this also like i understand like there's a lot of villains so you've got like the lizard king which is down in florida you you've got um you know cree haven obviously the cree so obviously some cities are named after like you know villains but why is there still like normal cities? Why can they always be taken over and have cool, fun like cool, funky names? You know, why do I have Detroit and Charleston and Boston? Like, I want, I want them all to be filling related, I suppose. Well, you can't have it all, Phil. Well, he had to get the issues out on time. He didn't have time to name every single city after oh, a yeah. villain. It's not that difficult. Come on, I could do it. <laughs> I could do it right now. I'm not going. But it was convenient that he named every single place on the route. Yeah. <laughs> You know, well, that's all he needed to name. That's the that's yeah, the but way they he, go in. yeah, but he could have named some of the you know the ones down the bottom there and just had a one on the route that was a normal name. You know, he just named every but single if, one on the route. And every every time they went somewhere, there was always something like I thought it was quite funny. They had Pim Cross, and he was wondering yeah. like, why is why is it called Pim Cross? And no, like, Pim Falls. Oh, Pym yeah. Falls, that's the one. So oh, that was like, horrible. Yeah, and it yeah. was essentially Hank Pym as Giant Man, who obviously collapsed and died, and his flesh had rotted away, so it was his big skeleton. Oh, yeah, you to, know, like, had to... like, I thought, being as naive as I am, I thought he'd be like, oh, look, like a really tiny waterfall or something. You know, like, <laughs> he'd, <laughs> he'd shrunk a waterfall. And, uh, but... Oh, bless but you. No, and then it was just... You know, you know, because you think, you know, you hear some something falls, you think of waterfalls. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. well, what would Hank Pym do? It'd either be massive or be tiny. So I was like, oh, wouldn't it be cool to have loads of tiny little waterfalls everywhere? But uh, magnifying no. glasses to have a look at them. Yeah, no, he's just dead. So that's it. Uh, Blue Sonic is agreeing with us. The map was a great idea as it yeah. added to the world building. It was really cool. And uh, Dominicson is Fenham Rexville. That's that's where I'm going to live. <laughs> well, maybe not. I don't want to be beaten by a, you know, T-Rex. 
And TB Collector saying this is his biggest gripe with the story. Um, he wanted more world building. I kind of wish this was like 12 issues so it all could have been fleshed out more. And this is the thing. We haven't read anything else. I don't think, Shane, have you read the rest of Old Man Logan? I started and I stopped. But there is a whole other run um, from yeah. this. And we're assuming, because if you look at that map again, you see there's some parts, um, some territories that aren't named. And we were kind of thinking, why weren't they named? You know, I know, I know you're saying you don't have time to name every city, but like, surely, like, you know, there's two big chunks of territory there. You could rename something. But maybe you find that out later on in, in, the, in the main run. And yeah. I also know there is an Old Man Hawkeye uh, spinoff from this, which is yep. wonderful as well. And that actually predates this because Hawkeye is not blind at that point. He is going blind, but he's not blind. And it's also yeah. a, cool, a cool run. So there is more off this world. It's just not in this book. And it's not even carried on from this book. It's its own little thing with its own writer um, somewhere else. So, yeah. Check that out if you want to read more. Do that. What do we think then off like, the overall story and the writing style? And Can't complain. And that's all, folks. Can't Done. complain. See ya. Done. <laughs> care to explain a little more guys you've got like 30 minutes to talk here the the overall (laughs) you know the driving force of this story is you know the the driving across the country and the fact that wolverine won't fight so you know you you see them get into all these situations and it's obviously something readers haven't seen wolverine put himself through before the fact that he won't fight and so it's really interesting to see you know will he snap will you know like you know, you're reading the whole thing going, come on then, like, kick their ass, do something, you know? And then, you know, the longer you wait, and then when he eventually does, you know, fight back and start to kill people at, at the end, then what was it? it was in the Red Skulls yeah. thing. Well, he, didn't, and, he didn't use the claws. Yeah. No, he didn't. He didn't use his claws until until the very end, didn't it? But um, it was just really cool just to see him fight back. And the fact that they did it so far towards the end of the story was even more satisfying because you know you're reading it going go on and you're watching him get like beaten up and hit and hurt and trying to you know just to get through these situations without fighting and then it's just so satisfying just him just giving in to the wolverine you know and just just getting back to it and it was just really cool um you know and it was just fun seeing all of the other things like i said earlier seeing how things had aged uh and stuff like that I did yeah. love the fact that it was it was brewing, it was it was building up and building up. Yeah. And at what point does he snap? And even like say towards the end when he's he's fighting the new president, he knows if he you know defeats him or kills him, this will all kind of be fixed, I suppose, really. You know, it's and he's still unable or unwilling to, to get his claws to kill him. Um so instead he uses Captain America's shield to behead the guy, which is pretty cool. But it was also quite strange the fact that Red Skull was wearing Captain America's costume. He kind of justified it, didn't he? In a way, yeah, yeah. But they were, you just, wear still weird. Like yeah. hunters wear animal pelts, don't they? He just saw Captain America as his prey, didn't he? Yeah, this is true. Um, Albert Langford has jumped in. Saint Ethan, fellas. Hey, bud. And the kid in the said, uh, Miller never misses an opportunity to maim, degrade, or humiliate our favorite characters, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, no, as long as at the end he then gets them back on their feet, then I'm okay with it. You can knock a character down, you can break them, you can do whatever you want, as long as by the end of the story they are back on their feet and they are going again, then I'm okay with it. 
but you yeah. can't and that's just exactly what happened knocking them down yeah yeah and that final page when he gets home oh. or the sorry the final page before because it's a, it's a one-shot special isn't it where um, yeah. when he faces bruce banner so the final issue when he gets home and he finds out that the hulklings have sort of they got bored and they came back early for their rent and they killed his wife and kids and he the final page where he's just like it's not logan chink it's wolverine you're just yeah. like you know you're yeah. throwing the book up in the air you're like where's the <laughs> bloody issue <laughs> it's fair to say that issue there was a lot of um of the color red that was used in that issue there's a lot of blood and guts yeah it was fantastic yeah and uh yeah i do think as well that even though the, the story was brewing nicely the last even that special one or that it was a giant size wolverine it was wasn't that that's what it was called the way he fought the hulk yeah like those two last issues were fantastic it was all just come like the edge of your seat kind of stuff you know if this was like a movie or tv show you're edge of your seat reading this and i thought it was fantastic um Dominic is asking the question, which I was going to ask actually, because this is obviously loosely based on the Logan movie. And I'm assuming we've all seen Logan. Yeah, yeah. Shane? Yes. Yes, I have. Do, do you think there was anything stood out from this book that was used in the movie, apart from just being old? Old? No. <laughs> apart from Wolverine being No, not really, because it's a completely different story, isn't it? Like he's looking yeah. after, was it, little, little X23? Yeah. And. Uh, you know, you've fighting got... clones of himself and saving yeah. Professor X. That's got nothing to do with this at all. Yeah, See, it's, it's the only com comparable thing is the fact that he's old. And this is one of the reasons why I read this book. So before I collected single issue comics, uh, if a movie was coming out, I would find the source material and I would read it in preparation for the movie. Read this, I remember liking it at the time, and then the movie came out. And I just couldn't remember anything about the comic book at all because it's like this doesn't even look right. What one bit yeah, of who's this yeah. little girl? I was fully expecting Baby Hulk. I don't know why, because it's just nonsense. But yeah, <laughs> there wasn't a lot taken from this at all for the movie. No. Hmm. I do like how the end of this book sort of uh, leads into the Mandalorian <laughs> with him going off with his little green. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was it was fitting, wasn't it? You know, it was like you know he killed, you know his family so uh so wolverine did the same but then took took this you know little hulk baby and i'm assuming he's gonna raise it to be a decent character that's what I that's what i've so. assumed from that you know i don't um, want to say too much because <laughs> there, there's a book coming up that we're going to read that has similar kind of uh trope to that and i don't want to spoil anything but that's a few months away um oh. there was a comment that was it's jumped on me Ahoy hoy podcast listeners, Shane here. I just wanted to separate you from the herd for a second to let you know that you can now email the show at theweeklynerdherd at gmail.com. If you want to share your thoughts on this or any of the books we've read so far, or if you'd like to suggest a book for us to read on our viewers pick, all you have to do is email us at theweeklynerdherd at gmail.com. Now, back to the herd. Yeah, so Albert uh, has confirmed it was the Jeff Lemire. It was Jeff Lemire who took over the Old Man Logan run after this? And obviously, he is a, a, a well-renowned um, creator himself. So it, it, it must be good, surely, the Old Man Logan. That's Jeff Lemire. I, 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 oh, I yeah, stopped a few issues in. Oh. I wasn't enjoying it. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Dominic's just saying that's what he means. It's very interesting how little we got in Logan from this source material. 
Um, but Liam has remembered a reference to Logan killing the X-Men in Logan, but that and him being old as far as it goes. I thought I thought in the movie Professor X killed the X-Men. Am I wrong? But I hear to discuss the movie. Yeah, I don't, don't remember. It was a long time ago. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I only watched it once. <laughs> um we we will do uh, thoughts and scores a bit earlier this week because we we do also have the uh, next week's pick to get on. But is there anything you guys want to add before we go into thoughts and scores? I really enjoyed the Spider Mobile. <laughs> this was such a cool car, and like you know, it had its own little journey itself, didn't it? And it was awesome, you know. But just just finding out what this car could do without. You know, a character telling you, "Oh, by the way, this can drive on walls. This can drive up walls. This is, you know, it's it's a really good car." And yeah, it was just it was just a really fun thing to add to this story. Uh, and it, you know, it was something that totally wasn't needed, but it was. I was very glad it was something included in the story. And um, the, you know, when 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 they fell down that you know the earthquake when the floor. Split open and oh, yeah. they fell down there, and that whole scene was really good as well. I know that's not the, really Spider Mobile related, but Moloids. Well, yeah, that's where they lose yeah. the Spider Mobile, so it's kind of related. Oh, they drove uh, it back up, didn't they? Yeah, they drove it back up. Oh, yeah, no, cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 I they do have a gripe with that. The first time it uses any kind of ability, he he drives it off a cliff, and he goes, "Oh, don't worry, it's the Spider Mobile." So I was expecting it to go down the cliff, you know, like just. Travel, I was expecting like it to it shoot up some web. <laughs> Yeah, to, but to, instead he just goes, it can take damage. It's like yeah, but so surely they can't. That's not impressive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was the same. It was, a, it was a fairly substantial cliff. Like you know, surely like if, if the if the spider mobile can take the hit, but can you? There's the driver who's going <laughs> to take the hit. So there was a, there were a few oddities. Um, a kid that was saying there, Scott, about the spider mobile, um, and a book full of bonkers ideas. The most bonkers is the spider mobile. <laughs> The only thing more bonkers than the Spider-Mobile is the fact that it, it was about a blind, sorry, a blind man driving it, which was, I, I assumed whenever he was driving that maybe the Spider-Mobile took control, because, but then he did say well, no, Wolverine, like Wolverine to nudge Wolverine him, didn't he? Keep he's like, Wolverine, you'll just nudge me when uh, yeah. there's a pothole in the road, so it's fine. I just, just, I just assumed... Great roads in America, isn't it? <laughs> I just assumed he was doing everything like that Daredevil could. He could just see without seeing you know what i mean just just hear everything this he had sonar or something i was just like oh, yeah. whatever well there was that point where his daughter was in the prison and she was shouting um so many degrees to the left or something of my voice 31 inches to the to the left of my voice that's what uh, so he was able to put a, an arrow straight through the control panel for yeah. her sale which is pretty cool that, that's that's yeah. a daredevil move that yeah you know. um but yeah why wasn't it old man daredevil i mean you know. <laughs> Why was it well, we did get we did get a daredevil uh, and oh, daredevil yeah. and a punisher that both got eaten by dinosaurs Velocir yes, yeah. they, they weren't actually frank castle and matt murdoch they were just people who obviously here with the uh, uh great granddaughter yeah, yeah yeah um but interestingly as well if you are into this kind of universe they said there's the old man hawkeye book there's an old man star lord as well in the same mm -hmm. universe and i believe there's an old man uh, series come out sometime in December called Wasteland or something along those lines and has all those same characters as well and a few others who are quite old. Can we can we just get a big collection of all this or you know yeah, the eight oh seven one three eight universe? Yeah. You just well you do you write that down? Do you no. write that down? <laughs> Scott's no. good with numbers it must be. I am yeah uh, and Dominic said he would read Old Man Daredevil so would I. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, I think that's that's us really needed to move on to get the uh, next week's pick out of the way as well, folks. Um, whilst these two and myself are giving our thoughts and scores, this is your chance now to to, to rank this and put your score in the chat. We will take those scores, work out an average, and then lump it in with our four scores, get another average, and we will see where this book um, falls on the leaderboard. I'm fairly confident with this one because I did pick it, of course. So. <laughs> Put your thoughts in there, and we will start with Scott. You want to start us off? Yes, sir. Um, again, like I said earlier, being my first Wolverine read, I was very pleasantly surprised, and I enjoyed it all the way through. I thought it was a really, really good read. Um, you know, there's there's nothing new I can say. Um, the fact that you know, I really enjoyed seeing everything. Uh, in the future, 50 years in the future, how everything had aged and changed and, and how they reacted to, to everything. Um, it was all really good. I loved um, Red Skull's trophy room. That was that was something I wanted yeah. to talk about. But that was a really cool aspect as well. Um, and, you know, just the whole thing about Wolverine being a pacifist and just and then just seeing him snap. And it's just it's all about that little journey, isn't it? Just when will he go? When will he go? And just all these other little twists here and there. The origin to how I became a pacifist was absolutely fantastic with Mysterio tricking him there. Um, really good story. And, and yeah, I think, you know, that was a very emotional part as well when he was trying to off himself with the train. Uh, but, yeah, I'm just thinking it's, my score is definitely... I'm stuck. I am stuck. Um <laughs> But I'm going to stick with what I've written down originally. Um, and I think overall, this is definitely something I'm, I will recommend to any person who's going, what should I read Wolverine related? Um, and it's a fantastic story. And I'm going to give it a nine. Nice. Ooh, nice. And Scott, seeing as you're good with numbers, as you said on the live stream, we all know it now. You're going to keep track of these? Scores? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm on it. Shane, let's hear it. This is hands down the best Marvel book we've read on the Nerd Herd so far. I absolutely loved it. I loved it when I read it years and years ago, and I loved it again. Um, I did completely forget the big massive twist of him killing the X-Men. I'm not going to lie, I was reading it, and I'm, he, I'm turning the page as he's killing all these bad guys, and I'm like, oh, you go, girl, do you know what I mean? And then I turn the page, and all of a sudden my brain just goes, you've read this, X-Men, and I was like, Oh, crap. And then all that excitement I had for Wolverine just being completely animalistic just drained out of me. And I was just so depressed that the entire X-Men team were dead. Fantastic. Art's great. This is the only book I've had a struggle with finding a page because so many of them were so good. Um, I will be posting on Instagram after this the nine pages mm. that I was going to choose between. The nine pages Absolutely of shame. Absolutely loved yeah. this book. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. Um, so much so I did read on, but I stopped. Um, that hasn't spoiled my enjoyment of reading. Again, I still absolutely loved it, and it's a it's a nine from me as well. It's so good. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I'm nice. This is from the time when I was reading Marvel, so like this was the good period yeah. of Marvel books. <laughs> See, I have, as I usually do, I have two scores, and. Uh, it's one of those ones. So I'll give it this score, but if, if I'm convinced a little bit more, I'll give it this score. <laughs> Let's see if either of them match. Um, you guys. Um, yeah, so I'll do mine before we pick the ones from the chat. Is that fair? Yeah. So you still have a few more minutes, guys, to get your get your scores in. Um, love this. 
loved it when I read it, but even though I couldn't remember it because I think the movie kind of ruined that for me in terms of, I watched the movie, nothing related to this book whatsoever, apart from the fact that he was old. And actually, another thing, he healed quite slowly in the movie and in this book as well. So that was something that was about it. Um, so I completely forgot about this book, but I knew it was good. And a lot of people do read it, so maybe want to read it again to, to get the full effect. Loved the story, loved the journey. Um, all the emotional stuff of killing the X-Men and the reason why he won't kill. And then obviously just seeing him snap towards the end, obviously, um, the, when his family dies. And I didn't even expect that the second time around reading. And I thought, I, can't, I was thinking it gets to the point where they might die and then he snaps. But obviously they did full on. They're dead. They're, they're gone. Full on dead. Full on dead, yeah. And <laughs> I do like the fact that it ended with him on a horse, kind of like just traveling to the distance. And I'm happy for it to end then. I don't think I want to read on. I think I'm happy where it's ended. And include all the bonker stuff, the, the, the Venom T-Rex or the Venomsaurus, um, you know, Spider-Man's or Peter Parker's great, great granddaughter or whatever. Um, it was just wacky and fun. Like, how did you not enjoy it? It was fun. So, uh, the score I was going to go for, I'm sticking with it. It's an 8.5. I'm giving it an 8.5. That's me. Just because there were parts that I mentioned, like all the cities weren't named. There was more that could be done, I think. And it might be fulfilled later on in other issues or in Jeff Amir's run. But I feel like I, you could have done it here and put more stuff in. Um, but that's just us. Um, so I've given 8.5. Scott's a 9. Shane's a 9. This see uh, the scores from the chat. And Connie said, even the... though the... Go ahead. Is this the first Marvel book I've scored higher than you? It's, it seems what to happened? be. <laughs> I don't know. I know. Connie said, even though the Winter Soldier is not in this, she has given it a solid 8.5. Like, that's good self. Um, Tottenham Gaiman has given a 9. Uh, Dominic, the comic book report, has given 8.5. Albert Langford has given an 8 for himself. Uh, TB Collects, like I said before, I really enjoyed the story and the emotional journey for Logan. Didn't love all the art, but I did want more of this world. Uh, super fun one, 8 out of 10 for him. I think we're very similar on that. Um, Blue Sonics, pile on the praise to me. It's a great story. Really enjoyed that. Another good pick from Phil. It's an easy 9 uh, from him. Uh, the Funky Gibbons is given 8.5. Uh, where are we? Echidna is given 8.5. And will this book beat the Cease Connie? We don't know, but they're both my picks, so I'm happy either way. Uh, I think that's all the scores. Uh, Hydra Collectibles has joined us in. Have we missed one? Uh, Liam changed his to a, a nine, so I've changed that. And then Hydra's oh, just okay. put one in now for an eight. So I'll just, I'll just update all that as well. So while Scott works out the scores, guys, get, get, get thinking what book you want us to read next week. Go ahead, Scott. I am done. So with all of those scores, the... Uh, the audience have got an average of bang on 8.5. So with Philip's 8.5, the audience is 8.5, and then mine and Shane's 9s, this gives Wolverine, Old Man Logan, 8.8 out of 10. Wow. Whoa. Wow. And uh, Second place. Okay. Well, let's, let's confirm that, shall we? Let's see where it falls on that all-important leaderboard. Second place. There we go. Oh, I'm gonna be so unbearable. <laughs> so, oh, 
my, my aim for this season is to line that whole top line of my books, my picks up. Oh, if Phil gets the top 10 of the entire season, no. Like, we just have to stop <laughs> picking books then, Scott, and just leave it up to him, innit? Yeah, just let Phil pick everything. But we have spoken about it before, and the three of us, we have said we're going to have to start picking some bad books because we can't just keep hitting these books out of the park. We need to pick some terrible books. So, Hood, if you want to pick a terrible book for us, do go ahead. But yeah, we're going to try as well. But we can't keep having fantastic books. Yeah. So, this is your chance tonight, guys. Yeah. <laughs> what are we reading next week? So, if you're in the chat, you want you want us to read a book that you want and you're passionate and you love, uh, this is the Herd's choice for next week. So, get in the comments and put your book uh, title there. Ideally, you know, six issues roughly, but there can be more, but just not. Not ridiculous. We're not going to read a whole omnibus or a whole eighteen-issue run of a book. Try and keep it between one volume or one complete story. Um, no guess, no no ideas so far. Put in the chat. So it looks like we've got a week off, boys. <laughs> so no one's picked anything. No, no, no. Oh, we've got one. Which we might be reading this. I suppose. Bail chucking in now. Yeah. Uh, They've all got to think now because we said no more good books. They've decided they're like, oh crap, got to pick a bad book now. And and don't forget <laughs> your swag that you will get from us: your notebook, your bookmark, and your sticker on on its way to you. I don't if have you, a sticker. If out. your book gets selected, uh, so they're coming in now. Coming in, we've got Deadpool Volume One: Secret Invasion. That's from Tottenham Gaiman. Uh, Dominic from the Comic Book Report has given Terra. Volume one by Scott Snyder. I hear a lot of good things about that. Another Scott Snyder. We've read quite a few of his already. Yeah. Um, Albert is, and I would love to hear what you thought of Little Little Bird. Uh, I haven't heard, heard of it myself. No, but that's the point. We want to read things we haven't heard of, and we could slate it or praise it. <laughs> um, TB Clax is given Black Sad. I know it's a dark horse book, I believe. Yeah, it is. Interesting. Yeah. Um, oh, Connie, what are you choosing? Spider-Man yeah. or God Country? So, Connor, let us know what's one you're going for. You pick anything you want. doesn't matter. And Funky yeah. Gibbons is saying, read the Stranger Things Dungeons & Dragons crossover if you want a bad book. Is that, is that, is that a suggestion? <laughs> Are you suggesting this? Uh, Liam, let us know. And Hydra yes. is recommending Snowblind. Again, Snow Epic I haven't heard of. I'll be interested. I've heard yeah, yeah. that one. And Connie has went for God Country. So we have a few seconds. I want to kill some time. How are we all doing? Right. I'm getting over a cold. I'm a bit chesty. Not in the good way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think uh, that's it. Um, that's it? Yep. Shall we go ahead? Oh, and sorry, Beth, sorry. Beth. Yeah. That should just ah. stay on the wheel because Beth's always going to order. So yeah, Liam wants Stranger Things in there. He's confirmed. We're going to read a bad book if he gets in. So that'd be interesting. Okay, so pack it on. We're ready to go. Okay, Scott. Perfect. Okay. Good luck, uh, good luck everyone. Here we go. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I don't even know what I'm rooting for. <laughs> anything, anything good. Oh, oh, oh. Deadpool there we go. Volume one. Interesting. Cool. That's um, what we're reading. He may have week. to elaborate on the year. Secret yeah. Invasion, he said. It was, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Volume one, okay. Secret Invasion. 
Is it like not not the whole volume one of like you know the whole run? No, <laughs> <laughs> like six issues. Um, yeah, sorry, Dominic, you were so close, but again, join us in a few weeks and join and, and put your your choice in there. You know, um, so that's what we're reading next week. It is Deadpool Volume One, uh, Secret Invasion, another Marvel book. Shane will be absolutely delighted. Uh, Tottenham Gaiman, if you haven't got one already, because you are Shane's brother, here is some <laughs> swag you are getting sent to you. Um, Shane just hand delivered, save us on postage. So that's 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 good for that, you. There you go, sorted. And he does have the choice to join us as well. Yes, but we do know uh, you work. I'm sure he'll be working. Yeah, work on a Wednesday evening, but still join us. I, you know, um, that's <laughs> all we have for tonight, folks. Um, it's worth going around the panel to see what we've got coming up. Um, Scott, no. we'll start with you this time. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, as I told you all last week, I'm taking a hiatus on my own stuff and I'll be coming back in January with the auction and comic airwaves. Um, but I may be doing a, a whole video at the end of the month, but that's it. Sheen? Um, the late, the last quiz from last month is still, has a still two day limit on the viewer competition. So if you head over, you've got until Friday to enter the viewer competition to be in with a chance of winning a comic and a certificate. So if you watch Dawn of Comics Quiz Night 13, that's with the live viewer competition. Cool. Okay. Excellent. And uh, it's listen, I, I don't have anything. I've taken hiatus as well, but it seems like I have been doing that for about four months. It's been um, six months hiatus, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll get back <laughs> into the swing, I think, at some point. And I still have to do my TMNT Volume 2 right mm -hmm. up to Volume 13. So that's, that's future content right there. But nothing in the immediate future. Um, so nothing left to do. See you next week. And I heard choice. Bye. Bye. Is that it? Chat. That yeah, it? that's it. Yeah. Get your waves out. See you, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> <laughs>